Over the past several weeks, if not months, I have realized upon deeper reflection that I have shared what I would refer to as some very heavy stuff here. Uh, this has all been part of, and ultimately part of my practice, uh, in addition to practicing mindfulness, is, and part of my way of coping mindfully has been to actually share my experiences on the journey and how mindfulness practice has ultimately benefited me and helped me to cope more effectively. And this is certain, has certainly been the most challenging period in my life uh, out of all the 57 years that I've been walking this earth. But I'm not really wanting to talk about that today. I'm not really wanting to get into the specifics, not because I don't want to share, but because I really feel deeply moved to share something that is actually very healing and incredibly nourishing. Not that these other things uh, have not been, uh, because I know for me just to be able to speak about these things and how this practice of mindfulness ultimately has allowed me to cope with some of the most fearful and tenuous situations I've ever found myself in. But today, I'm really wanting to keep it lighter today. I'm really wanting to just speak more in general about what I'm really moved to share, and that is the, and I maybe have spoken about this before, but not maybe not in this way, that what I'm really celebrating about engaging in this practice over the years, and there's nothing special or unique about me, there's many, many human beings who have practiced mindfulness over the millennia, uh, nothing novel or unique about this at all. But at the same time, what I'm celebrating today is something that really caught me by surprise. And I had no idea when I began this practice over 30 years ago, I, had, I was just trying to feel better, so to speak. I was trying to not suffer from chronic depression. I was trying to basically do something with my mind that it felt like was causing me so much suffering. And it took years to understand why that was happening, to be able to really slow this quote-unquote what I refer to as the game slow the game tape down enough to see that what was really happening was it wasn't the circumstances themselves while yes sometimes external and internal circumstances are painful and they are difficult that so much of my experience and so much of this the needless suffering that I was causing for myself came from when I was being the person being very busy believing everything that I was thinking about what I was feeling and this practice, the probably one of the biggest surprises that uh, has happened for me has been that I have been able to, uh, or the fruits of this practice, as I would refer to it, has been that without really trying to do it at all, without even having this as a goal or as an, as an intention, that my heart has opened, my mind has opened more. And I don't want to get into the analysis of, because I really have no way to know other than this is what my sense is. This is intuitionally what my experience of being me is. And I know that if my mind is closed, if I'm really busy believing what I'm thinking, if I'm really busy, you know, believing the internal reactions that I'm having and any thoughts that, uh, that emanate from those reactions, then it's very difficult for my heart to be open to myself, to other people, to the possibility that things are not as bad as I believe them to be, so to speak. Uh, I can't really have that. I can't really see that because of the fact that if my mind is really closed, and generally what I have found has been that when I'm busy 
in 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 an emotional reaction with with all with really buying into and really believing the thoughts that I'm having and really forming an identity as the person experiencing whatever it is that doesn't feel good that it's very difficult for my mind to be open it's very difficult for me to see that there is really more to this than just even what's right in front of me and what I'm dealing with at any given moment and there has been this very subtle shift it's not it's not been something that's been that was sudden uh it's not something that was dramatic it's actually very subtle so much so that i have been able to you know to just feel these changes feel these shifts that have occurred uh over a long period of time and it's been better for me that way because then i can't i, I don't want i don't want to identify uh with those shifts i don't want to identify as i don't want to walk around it being busy being busy being the person that my heart is more open or my mind is more open because then that's just an identity too and i can get really carried away with that and if i'm busy being that person anything that closes my mind or my heart temporarily i'm going to react from the place of hey don't ruin this for me you know i'm the guy that has the open heart and mind don't do this to me <laughs> you know and that's and i'm speaking to life in general as well as other people who may be responding in in the most genuine way that they can respond they may be coming from a place that is informed by their experiences and if i'm going to be really holding on to my need to defend myself against that hey don't bring me down with your stuff you know i'm i'm my heart and my mind are open i can't deal with this kind of stuff i actually can deal with it i actually can be more open to people however they are and who are coming at this from whatever perspective that they're coming at life from and i don't necessarily need to uh to brace against it i don't necessarily need to uh uh invest in any need to handle it a certain way or to all i can really do is to just practice coping mindfully to just be in each moment uh to be aware that uh you know what my mind is doing because it can very quickly and very easily take me away from the present moment from the here and now and so for me that's really been what the fruits of the practice have been and that is a phrase that i've heard numerous meditation teachers use over the years it's certainly not mine not my phrase i certainly did make it up but it really does feel that way to me that i can really see that there has been this uh, very slow unfolding and it has nothing to do with me personally it has just been that i just happen to be someone who has practiced mindfulness and it, it's available to any of us but it was not something that i read about early on uh through the process of just trying to not suffer so much uh i was really busy at the time you know this especially in the early years of this practice holding on so tightly trying so hard to practice uh so much so that i because i was really trying to get rid of the suffering and over the years what has happened has been i never was able to get rid of any of it i was never able to push it away effectively or stuff it down or divert myself from it or turn the other way and ignore it what i've really been able to do and i and, and if someone would have told me this very early on i probably would not have engaged in this practice because i never would have believed that it was possible is that over time without realizing it and i think it's good that i didn't realize these things uh sometimes less is more knowing you know in this case you know knowing less and having no expectations other than whatever expectations drew me to this practice to begin to sit 
and be still and pay attention to my mind has been that uh, there's been a slow letting go of the need to, uh, uh, to brace myself against anything and to be able to, over the past several weeks and months, to be able to be a witness to my own suffering. Uh, there are certainly were, you know, were some moments where the, some of the suffering was needless. Some of it I chose for myself purely out of reacting to pain or uncertainty or fear that was coming up around what I was going through physically. And admittedly, at times, it was very difficult, and there were some really scary moments. But I know I'm not the only person that has gone through this before. I know that, uh, and that was actually very comforting to remember that in these moments as much as I could. And there again, I didn't want to try to remember anything. I just wanted to be open to the truth that I'm not the only one suffering. And that if there is any needless suffering, no matter how much I want to make want to make excuses for uh, engaging and, and causing needless suffering for myself through any sort of reaction that really doesn't help me at all, does not help me to feel better or to be better. And when I say be better, I'm not speaking about self-improvement. Uh, the word better is really not even the right word for this. It is really just to be more fully and to be more genuinely and authentically whatever it is that I am uh, in any given moment. And the only way I can do that is if I'm not busy trying to be somebody doing anything or believing anything about myself or having any preconceived notions. And that is ultimately what I really wanted to share today. It is a, uh, the, the, uh, what it is that I'm sharing is certainly... Uh, it is certainly simple, but it is also incredibly powerful. And I know that sometimes less is more. That uh, I don't, I, I can't, I can't speak about this any longer than I can speak about it. But I really wanted to celebrate this by sharing it in the hopes that it means something to someone or more than someone. That this has really been, you know, one of the reasons why, without realizing it that I've continued to engage in this practice has been to, uh, that it's, it's sort of led me down a path that I didn't even realize there was a path. And on some level, there is no path. I'm just simply living and breathing in each moment without a lot of thought. The, thought, the thoughts are coming up. I do want to, to, to differentiate that. There's always thoughts coming up about, uh, you know, wanting to identify as the guy who, who has ongoing chronic health issues. Uh, there's all kinds of, of compunction for me or natural inclination to uh, decide or identify that I'm this person, that now my life is this way, and this is the way that it's going to be. And so I begin to base all of my decisions about what I'm capable of doing, what I can do, what I can't do. It's all based in thought. And I've had some really beautiful, surprising moments where I have been free of that. There has been no thought about who I am, no thought at all. And I, I couldn't turn this off. There's no way to turn off a valve and make this stop. As I always refer to it as the river of thoughts, the river constantly keeps flowing. There's no way to dam up or stop the river. But at some point through just being here now and just breathing in and out and just paying attention to my mind, there was this, you know, really seeing it from a different perspective where they weren't even my thoughts. I wasn't busy denying them they're my thoughts. It's just through not investing time and energy in them or identifying with them 
that there's this beginning of the, the practice basically leads us to a place where the thoughts just happen, but they're not mine any longer. And I don't have to proclaim that they're, in fact, if I do that and proclaim that they're not mine, then I'm basically just busy being the person that's saying that these aren't my thoughts anymore. If I can just be in these moments and there was no way to try to do this. It's just, it's been the greatest surprise of the past several months and the past few years has been to be able to be experiencing what I am physically, how it's affecting my moment to moment and day to day life, how it's affecting my conception of the future. And admittedly, there is not really a lot of thought about that. Not because there, you know, not because I've given up on having a future. But what I have given up on is, is believing everything that I'm thinking about whatever I'm feeling emotionally when I begin to, to think and consider my future. That my future will unfold however it will unfold, uh, whether I want it to or not. I can try to, do, to make the best choices for myself and to try to be the best person I can be, not only for myself, but just as importantly for those that I care about and that I'm here on this journey with. But it's really more about just letting whatever happened, happen. I'm not advocating passivity. I'm not saying just give up. I have not given up on life. But what I have given up on is the need to think about it so much. Uh, life just does not work the way that it used to work. I uh, always really came at this from an internal habit that many people have, including myself for many years, was that you know life is something that worked a certain way because I believed that it did. And I really held, you know, really onto that very tightly. And I made assumptions about life. And through just not paying attention to that anymore, not, I'm not ignoring it. I'm not denying it. It's just that when those thoughts come up, they're just other thoughts. It's not something that I have to set aside or really, you know, stop whatever I'm doing and start really, you know, investing and in thinking about these things. It's just, it's no different than when I'm breathing automatically without realizing it. Uh, it's just a reflexive thing. And it's just, it's just how we're wired as human beings. And to be able to have had, to, be, to have been able to experience, and I don't want to say to have affected this or caused this because I don't want to get caught up in that. I don't know if I've caused this perspective to happen or not, or this ability to be able to be a witness to what's going on in my mind. All I've done is engaged in the practice and whatever has happened has happened. And it's been incredibly miraculous, but it's only miraculous because of, of the fact that I just engaged in the practice without realizing really what it would yield. I had my assumptions early on about what it would yield, what it would do and how it would change my life. But very few of the things that I thought were going to happen have happened. And instead, a lot of things that I could never have dreamed possible have happened because at some point I no longer needed to invest in any assumptions or desires to do whatever I needed to do to make what I thought should happen, happen. Whatever has happened has happened. And I find myself in a place that I could not tell anyone how I got here. Uh, and I realize no one may be asking me how I got here. And at some point, I've given up on needing to know how I've gotten here. I'm just here, and I'm incredibly grateful. And that's really what I want to share today. To me, this is really what the fruits of the practice are. And if there's one thing I can say, if I was limited to saying one thing, it is that this is available to anyone who chooses to engage in this practice and to, and to be, just be open 
not trying to have an open heart and mind. There's not even a need to try for that. Uh, if it sounds good, if it sounds like something someone wants to cultivate, that's wonderful. But to just trust that through continuing to engage in this pro in, in this practice uh, over a period of time, that uh, ultimately that's where I have found myself. That's where it, it, this path has led to, has been to a much more open heart and mind. And it has made it much easier for me to deal with the things that I have been dealing with. And that's really what I want to share today. That's really where it's at.